Welcome to our show. I'm Umber. And I'm Afsha. Here, we delve into compelling topics and have the uncomfortable conversations that you weren't allowed to have at the dinner table. Nothing is off limits, and the taboo topics that you've always wondered about but couldn't discuss are what we're here for. So today we are back and we're going to do something a bit different than what we've been doing normally. I got my sister a gift and if you guys have watched the Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter and her mother talk about super important topics in the world and they were advertising this game. What it's called is We're Not Really Strangers. It says there's always another layer to everyone that you think you know. My sister and I feel like we probably know each other the best out of everyone. Anyone else in our lives? Yeah. So and we're gonna try to delve into another layer, yes. one that we don't really know about. Okay, there's level one, level two, and level three. So level one is perception, level two is connection, and level three is perfection. Reflection. That's a lot of actions. We sit facing one another. Well, we're beside each other. Same thing. Good enough. Level one cards face down. Stare deeply into each other's eyes. Absolutely. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Uh, the first to blink draws first. Player A draws a card. Player B answers. Once 15 cards or more have been played per round, feel free to advance to the next level. Okay, okay so we can do like 15 in the move. To how the do you, next. how do you know who wins? You're so competitive. I think you just connect. I think there's no winning. Level one is about gaining perspective on what first impressions we give off and challenging the assumptions we make about the other. Okay, your turn. You ask oh, me. Oh god. Ask me. I don't like this one. Do you think I intimidate others? <laughs> why? Why or why not? I almost chewed someone's head off for saying that once. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. 100%. But I used to see that as a bad thing. There's a lot of negative connotation around the word intimidating and I don't think that it should be seen that way. I think that what happens with human beings when they see someone else have something they don't have is it actually just brings out a lot of their own insecurity mm. and that can result in feeling intimidated by that person. I think that I'm a lot. You're not too much, so they're not enough. <laughs> if it's a conversation that like is super important for the world, I will question them. And you think that part's intimidating, is questioning something that you disagree with. So intimidating. Yeah. It's And of course it's gonna make someone defensive too. I asked one of my old friends, I was like, what is it with the fact that so many women don't like me when I meet them? And it was really getting me down because I love women. I, I've always wanted to have a group of women to stand beside. He said, you make people question their decisions. You make people question their lives and they don't mm -hmm. like that. It made me feel a little bit better because I, instead of getting super down on myself and hating who I am, yeah. I just kind of went, okay, so if I want to be that type of person, I have to be able to handle the heat. I have to be able to handle the fact that some people are gonna be like, I don't like you and I don't like that you're talking about this and be okay with that. Yeah. When you actually meet my sister, she is the sweetest, most open-minded person that like gets me to understand people in ways that I don't even. So it's not that you're actually intimidating. Once you meet you, you're like the most amazing person to be around. What is it that people misconstrue? My definition of intimidating is, is let's say I was to meet a professor of some sort of topic that I knew nothing about, mm -hmm. astrophysics. I would yeah. be intimidated because I knew nothing about that. Yeah. So let's say someone is talking to me about a topic that I'm really knowledgeable about, that's yeah. intimidating for yeah. me to be discussing something that's beyond their depth of understanding, mm -hmm. that is uncomfortable. This is a wild card. Okay. Close your eyes. What color are my eyes? Hazel, with <laughs> little flecks deep. of, um, so they're like brownish, but then they have little flecks of like light brown. So I would say the overall color is hazel. Oh. You're dirty. All right. Ooh. What? Okay. Why am I defensive? You haven't even answered the question. <laughs> How likely am I to go camping? How high maintenance is my setup? Oh, yeah, I'm the high maintenance one. She definitely will go camping. Her like 
best birthdays ever yeah. was going camping. What's proof is how this girl goes to school. Like, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> she could definitely go camping. That's not even an issue. People judge the way people look a lot and people don't understand how versatile you could be as a human being. So that's a we stereotype, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely stereotyping. Okay, you? What about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you? I'm gonna say what what we're not used to, what we haven't done much, is like discuss our life plans and goals with each other. We have our own independent ones and we have discussed it with other people. But you and I have never sat down and become familiarized with what we wanna do exactly independently and together. I know you have multiple things you wanna do, but I don't really? know exactly what you feel your purpose is. I don't know exactly where you're gonna go with your business, like well, yeah, because now you're making me think about all the things I've ever done that are out there or not your standard like go to work and come home thing. And every single time I've done something different or out there, I just sort of tell you and you're like, okay, my sister's doing this now. Exactly. Like I went on the volunteer right. trips. I just started doing that. You've never asked me how or I decided to take on something. You never. You, you never. You're just oh, kind of like, cool. yeah, that's my older sister. She just does those things. Yeah. We just kind of get on board. But that's everybody in my life. So that just tells you to a T that I sort of just do what I decide I want to do. And then like what your people feeling. in my life that I care about or yeah. love will find out. Do I seem like a morning person or a night owl? <laughs> She's such a night owl, I swear. If there's anybody that I can text at three or four in the morning, I will wake up to text being like, oh my God, my sister's up early. No, it was from three in the morning because she was up thinking about some whatever thing and she needed to tell me. Like the last one I can give you guys is she read these articles on, um, what's it called? The dopamine. Help me. The dopamine fast. The dopamine fast. <laughs> She's like, hey, so I just really wanted to tell you about this thing that I've been reading about and I wanted to know if you wanted to do it with me. I'm like, what is it? And so basically a dopamine fast is you spend 24 hours? 24 hours without yes. any- Without anything that could possibly, possibly give, you give you dopamine. So like- So that includes like any technology, laptops, phones, iPads, What about TV, food? No food. No human interaction. You don't have any conversations, nothing. There's only like four things you can really do is journal, meditate, uh, go for walks. But the whole idea is that you're stuck with yourself. Analyze your mind and drink water. Yes. Wild card. Think of your favorite childhood TV show of all time. Oh my God, you have so many. <laughs> On the count of three, say it out loud. I'm asking you the question and both of us are saying your favorite TV show. Let's just say the top one that's coming to our mind right now. Ready? Three, okay, two, two one. one. That's a raven. Dragon Tales. <laughs> Dragon Tales is your favorite TV show? As a child! Did you remember? I don't Dragon even know this Tales. person! Dragon Tales! Who Dragon is this? Tales. Level two and it's called connection. What would your younger self not believe about your life today? Everything. You have friends, by the way. Um, oh. you started, your relationship with your sister didn't just remain as tight as it was, it grew. Um, every single thing. If someone was to tell me I expanded to go to Toronto and I was on a podcast or people even wanted to hear what I had to say, yeah. I would be like, you're talking about someone else, that's yeah. not me. To have people fully understand the extent to to which she's changed and grown. And I wanna put an old picture of you <laughs> right after this so that people can see like what you <laughs> oh mean when, it's not just like, oh, you were younger and you're just like a smaller version of who you are now. Yeah. Like polar opposite. Honestly, every single thing about my life that I am so blessed and grateful to have that I feel I worked for, younger me would have just been like, you're talking about the wrong girl. Yeah. And that's why we make these videos is because we want those younger girls to see yes. that like yeah. everything gets better. I mean, that's the reason I started Instagram, honestly. But I started Instagram because I realized that there are so many people that probably are like me who just had zero 
I mean, guys, zero belief in myself for anything. Even after I accomplished things in my life, I still could openly say that the entire time I didn't believe that I was going to succeed or get any of them. Right. Whatever stage of life you're at right now, I don't care if you're 12, 16, 21, and you just feel like where I'm at or where we're at or where anybody you see online is at is so far ahead of you and so far down the road and so something that you can accomplish, that's absolute crap. Yeah, facts. You just continue on the path that you're at and you just keep going one step at a time and you keep trying. It's not even that like you never doubt yourself. It's that you doubt yourself, but you persist anyway. You just keep going. Yeah. And I fall down so many times. Toronto knocked me on my ass. Like how many yeah. times did I said, yeah. how has Toronto like got knocked on my ass? Like when we really put the pieces together is we were playing volleyball at some like gym oh every God, Sunday. Right. I don't play sports, but like I pick up on stuff pretty quickly. So I would be good, but then I would miss like a spike and I would just like beat myself up and I would never go jump for the spike again. I'd be like, no, set to someone else. So I don't want to do Even it. Even though she's really, really good for someone who didn't grow up playing sports. Once I embarrassed myself, I was like, I'm never doing it again. Versus my sister, she wouldn't serve past the net. And she would just be like, pass it to me again, we're doing this again. And she'd keep missing and she would keep going and then eventually the 11th time she got it. I remember just looking I at her like, I couldn't get it How past. do you do this? Like, how do you keep going? You don't even slow down. And I couldn't get it past the net. <laughs> I think the most powerful moment of that experience for me was when you actually came up to me afterwards and you were like, <laughs> if I missed that many times, there's no way I would have gone again. Yeah. I was like, okay. Thanks, and she was like, dude, no, this is a reflection of your whole life. Like you miss and you miss and you miss and you keep going and you keep yeah. trying and then you finally get it your 11th time and you're so unaware that you just sucked the first 10 times. I'm like, oh. You're okay. like, see, I knew I would get it. <laughs> oh, what's your mother's name and the most beautiful thing about her? Our mother's name. Shamsa is her name and the most beautiful thing about her, oh my goodness, her heart is so big. To put this in perspective, I'll give you guys an example. My house was egged when I was bullied as a kid from these girls that hated me. My sister went out, got into a spat with them, and one of them started crying, of course. We were just in high school, so she was terrified of her. And my mom invited her in the house and gave her a glass of water. Bruh. After this girl had just finished saying, do you guys have curry cooking inside your house? Why don't you go stick curry up your butt? Something so stupid. My mom's like, Afshat, it's okay. Gets her a tissue and water. And like, as angry as I was in that moment, I was like, this is the definition of my mother. Like when yep. someone is in pain and when someone is hurt, it like doesn't even matter what you've done to her. She'll comfort you because she doesn't like to see someone hurt. I'd like to say that it kind of brushed off onto us and we're very similar in that way is like, we don't like to see people in pain. We're huge empaths. Everything it's... affects us, yeah. Okay, if you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be and why? I mean, anyone that I want to get to know on a deeper level, I do. So, okay. I'm just saying, like, if I'm interested no, in getting to know You. Yeah. I feel like in all my relationships, there's something that you have to work on and you know that they're not going to exist outside of working on them. Right? So like whether they're long distance or you're going through different phases in your life, you know, with your friendships and people like that, that you sort of have to work on them. Right. Yours is something that I can totally just take for granted. I, see. I think you and I just like always know we have each other. Yeah. And so honestly, to answer your question, if you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, it would be you because we're changing at such rapid pace that like sometimes I'm actually completely surprised by things that come out of your mouth. If you're in school, you're learning things from online. There's so much stuff that's having your mind 
change, evolve, and grow. Right. That I can't keep up. My friends, I make sure that after a certain amount of time, I connect with them. But like with you, it's sort of like I take it for granted. Because we're sisters. So yeah. Like, I know her. Whatever. You're someone that I don't always make sure that I'm connected with. I don't go, oh, it's been a few weeks. I should call we my sister. We assume we're connected. Yeah. It's just easy to think you're you're always around and when I see you, when I'll see you. Like a lot of people will say, did you tell your sister that? I'm like, no, we don't work like that. I'll just tell her when I see her. And I think that's why we're so moved by times that you and I specifically only pick a place, get on a plane and go. Yeah. Because there's nobody else. Which we else. haven't done in a while. We yes. should, after this quarantine. That is something you said to me the other day. You're like, can we just like go after get lost in the world somewhere? After this quarantine, yeah, it's over. We're going to definitely do that. So what's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I think it's important. No, I don't cry. It can be like short, but I think you should share. Isn't it weird that like just thinking about it gets you emotional? It's so stupid, but like literally high school. High school was really, really, really rough on me. Um, on a daily basis, I was contemplating just not being here and ending it. I think everyone knows the extent of like where bullying can go and how bad it can get. And um, it got to the point that I was like completely ostracized by everyone I knew, and I was also getting texts all the time telling me to end it. So. For me, like I just felt completely disconnected from my family because they didn't, they hadn't really gone through that exactly. So I didn't know who to talk to. I think I just felt really, really lost and worthless. So, so how would you say that you overcame something like three years of consecutively feeling the most pain you've ever felt? Honestly, having a support system, like I'm really, really, really lucky to have the family that I have because I was able to go to them and say, "Listen, I don't want to be here anymore." And then it was like everything dropped to make sure Umber's okay. Therapy appointments, consistently checking in on me, making sure that I was only talking to people who were healthy for my mind. My therapist helped me through that a lot. A huge part of moving on is completely removing any animosity that you have for the people that did that to you because at that time they didn't know any better, they weren't taught to be more compassionate, whatever it was. I've bullied people, I'm sure I've messed up, I'm sure I'm that story for someone right. where it's like Umber made me feel terrible and you know I contemplated my worth. I'm sure I did that unknowingly. So a large part of moving past it is like forgiveness and truly just being like okay we were kids. What happened happened. They're probably better adults and probably great people and maybe they look back on it and they're like crap I messed up. I've gotten actually a few messages from bullies from when I was younger yes. to say like I'm so sorry for what I did to you. I'm so sorry for ostracizing you. I think what drives me so much is trying to change the world in order for that to not happen again. Mm -hmm. So what I dealt with was racism, sexism, ostracization, bullying. I discuss those things because I want younger girls and younger boys to just not go through that. So I or think that younger girls and younger boys that are going through that to, to know like like, exactly. That's the other side of the tunnel. Like, yeah. I'm gonna keep going. And and she said that to me in high school. I remember she said she was like, I wish you could just see what I see for you in your future. And I just I can't wait till you're whatever age and you're like, oh shit, I got through oh, it. Yeah. I remember yeah. saying that to you, and I felt it so hard. I was just like, I want you to see what it's like on the other side. Yeah. So badly. I just need you to get through what you're going through right now, and everything you're feeling is temporary. High school feels like forever. Yeah. It feels like it's never gonna end. Yeah. And it's your life. You go yeah. and you spend how many hours there. And whatever is happening at that time, you think is gonna be your whole life. Nobody that's done high school and is whatever age they are now says their life is anything like what it was in high school. High school does not define who you are at all and it's actually just a period of time. Now, what would you tell someone else in your position that's in high school? That high school is just like, in the blink of an eye, it's gonna be over. 
you're never gonna have to see those people again that what makes you different isn't a bad thing and it just makes you unique yes everything that you're trying to conform to is everything that you're gonna try to not be like when you're older you want to conform and you want to be yeah. like the white kids you want to listen to the music they listen to you want to have your hair like them you want to do everything that they do and then when you get older you're gonna realize that everything that made you different you push it away for so long that now you're like who am i so don't do what i did don't push it away for so yeah. long just hold on to it so that you don't have to rediscover and relearn and re love everything about you that's different and i mean to some extent in society there's still so much conforming right every oh, yeah. even as adults like we our opinions are very different than most people like as individuals, we're still people who don't fit in with most people and that's just something that you get more comfortable with over time It's just that it was super super hard when it first started hitting us How much people try to fit in and how little people value being their own individual person. Okay, it's crazy that you got that question Okay, uh, what is a dream you've let go of? Wow, I would say as a Pakistani woman growing up with all the values and things that you're kind of indoctrinated with and shoved down your throat the dream that I had was a timeline like I need to get married and I need to have this many kids yep. wasn't have a business wasn't any of the things that I care about now which is like personal development and growth it's not that I don't want it it's just like not my sole purpose like getting married and having kids is not my sole purpose in life if it happens that's amazing I'm not gonna be against it I think there's value in having a partner and a connection that you can have long term but it's just not something that I will yeah. start to devalue myself for if it doesn't happen if it doesn't happen it's also amazing yeah you always have the best answers. Like I was gonna be like, I wanted to be an astronaut. <laughs> okay, do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I've heard what people have to say about me uh, behind my back and it's, it's always something that's completely opposite to what I see myself as. I always, I guess, look at intent. Our yeah. mom always taught us that, as to like, what are your intentions? Are they good? Are they pure? Yeah. Are they genuine? Other people's opinions of me are none of my business. Mm -hmm. They're their opinions. You're yeah. allowed to, you're entitled to your own opinion of me, but it's none of my business. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't affect me. People's judgment of you is irrelevant. It's simply that. It's yeah. their judgment it's their of their you. It has to do with them. That's yeah. where you park it. It's that yeah. their judgment of you. And of course, if you do something offensive or if you come off a certain, that's right. completely different. If you're hurting it's someone, just, that's If different. you were to walk yeah. by and someone was to make a judgment of you based on what they saw you do, well, that's, that's their opinion. If you have, when was the moment you realized you weren't invincible? Well, honestly, that's like something that I knew my entire life because it ties into the idea that I didn't believe in myself. Anytime that I've pursued a goal or I've set something for myself, I didn't think that I was gonna be able to do it. It's not the case anymore. I think I've overcome that. My belief in myself is changing. Right. But there wasn't like a first moment that I've had that I realized I wasn't invincible. I honestly didn't think that I was worthy of so many things. The whole time I kept trying, I didn't actually believe that I was gonna be able to accomplish it. Interesting. Within the deck, you'll find the final card that wraps up this game. Use the pencil and notepad to write your partner a note. Fold and exchange. Open up only once you two have parted. Parted? We're not parting today. I what know. What do we do? We're gonna read it to you guys so that you guys can still be part of it. My sister's letter to me. This game has made me realize we need to do more things together. Let's prioritize our relationship more and goal set. I love you, Umber. Hers says, I'm thrilled to have started this with you. Today, an authentic, vulnerable side of you came out and the world gets to see it. There's so much about you for people to see you. Final, you're finally doing it, Baji. 
Yay! If I had to do a review of this game, I would say that it's so worth it. I would rate this game maybe like an 8 out of 10. Because one thing that I wish they could add into this is there, there's a way to win. Because we're so competitive. <laughs> That's the first I, question I, I asked. Given the times that we're in, especially with COVID-19, this you is can, a great game to play. You can Skype and FaceTime and still play this. Yeah. Whatever came up for us in this game, if any of it is something that you can relate to, please share it and also comment. Like yeah. we really, really want to hear back from you guys because we started this entire thing to be able to say that, hey, we've been through this. If you have, keep going. Yeah. So please share your stories. I know a lot of people who say that they just can't have deep conversations with their friends because yeah. they don't know what to talk about. This yeah. is a really good start. So it's anyways. a good way to just start that and not be so intimidated by like, why are you talking about that? It's like, well, it's on the card. Try it. Like yeah. maybe, you know, see what comes of it. Like. No, comment. I'm, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> if you like this video, like, comment, subscribe, share it with your friends, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, and we'll link everything below. Please, please, please comment if you can relate to this. We really want to hear your stories. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>